Hey, Tisha, you were a part of Black history. Hmm. Um, I can remember going to school and I recall that every time it was Martin Luther King Jr. birthday, mm-hmm. a lot of the minorities would be absent. And hmm. Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday during that time had not been signed into legislation. And what, what I'm saying is it seems like a lot of times we're doing type of petitionary. Hmm. Um, I don't know if that's a word, but it sort of like this petition type status or we're showing um, we're going to do this. And and it's like us rallying around this idea of this needs to be enacted. Mm. And then finally it becomes a part of law. Right. Okay. Um, but I vividly recall when I was in elementary school, because I'm not going to lie, I was a little nerd. So I probably showed up on, on Martin Luther King Jr. birthday and then all of my friends of color would not be there. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sip and Share. Sip, 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 sip and share. share. Hey, we're sip very excited share. to have sip, a brand new version share. of her song. It changes every single <laughs> episode. <laughs> and they just keep getting They just keep getting better. It's actually sip and share. Sip, sip and share. Let's go. That's how you're supposed to do it. But well, hey, to each his own. You're like under my bars. You're like the background to my vocals. As the co-founder of the song, I have 51% think in how this song is to be constructed. Okay. All right. We'll let you believe that. <laughs> Anywho, babe, what are you sipping on today? Let's see. Because I actually came down to my recording studio and it was in the cup. So let me see. It's brown. You so know that's what? Promising. That's promising. One, one day we should should do blind testing of what are you sipping on. <laughs> oh, that would like be fun. what are you sipping on? Blind testing. It's brown. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> it's not what you think. It's, it's not, not what not I thought. What you think? This is <laughs> apple juice. Juice from the apple. Yeah, and I have very same thing. We're still keeping it natural. Healthy, son. Toast. Cheers. And I'm Salute. Mmm, the apple. Mm. This fireplace is hot. Thank you for your juice, apple. Such an amazing fruit. Anywho, so we are in the month of February, and as promised, we told you guys we wanted to talk yep. to you about love first, mm-hmm. and then we wanted to acknowledge that it is Black History Month. This is an exciting month. There's a lot happening this month. Do you know at all how Black History Month started? Um, I could guess. All right, go ahead. And I don't want to do that. It is easier for me to listen to you with the actual (laughs) knowledge than to try to sit up here and look smart and be wrong. So I'm going to let you teach me. Well, you know, I want to talk about a common theme when it comes to African-American culture or history. But um, because it seems like a lot of times when we're trying to get something acknowledged, we kind of follow the same route. Mm. And I can remember being a part of one of those things. So anyway, Black History Month first started out as Negro History Week. Mm. Carter G. Woodson, he was a big founder and proponent for acknowledging African-American history. Mm. And like I said, they call it Negroes History Week, I believe, was... Uh, One week in February, and it was on the week uh, where it was Abraham Lincoln's birthday. I think it's February 12th. 
And also Frederick Douglass is February 14th. So they picked oh. that particular week. Then it kind of, you know, progressed um, as time went on around about 1969. Um, some universities started to advocate for a Black History Month as well as mm. African-American educators. Mm. Um, and Kent State, I believe, was one of the first schools to celebrate African-American or Black History Month in 1970. Oh. It took six more years. And then finally, um, it was signed into legislation that February would be acknowledged as Black History Month. Nice. 1976, Black nice. History Month. And um, I guess they just kept it at February because of the initial Negro uh, History Week, which nice. was one week in February. But um, so, yeah, so that's how Black History came about. And I know there's this big thing out there like, okay, there's 12 months we only and we get the shortest one. Mm. Um, and so, like I said, seeing that this was first started in February, and it, it gave me some comfort sure. and it made sense as to why February was the chosen month. Knowing yeah. your history is important, uh, I'll admit, I haven't always been um, huge on history overall. Uh, it took me a while to kind of get to that point, uh, but I actually like history now. So, and that means all types of history. So the more you know, the more you know, right? So just like you looked up and you, you know, the, the reason why February was the month to be observed for Black History Month, you know, and understanding the history of things, you can actually articulate and understand why things are the way they are. So as you mentioned, I think it's important to shed light on people, just people as a whole that have had a, an yeah. amazing contribution on the way that we actually live and live our lives today. And some of those folks had, had been, have been forgotten. And it is important to study that history uh, so that they aren't forgotten, right? As they say, some of the greatest ideas are, are buried in a cemetery. We've got to shed light on those folks that are uh, that have given such a great contribution to to our lives here today. Yeah, and and that are no longer here, and that are still here. Give them their flowers while Absolutely. they're here, right? Yep. And so it, it reminds me, my our daughter, she's um, been going into school subbing um, here and there, and and then there was also this video as well that I think she sent to me from TikTok. So two separate incidents, right? So she's at the playground and this little kid comes to her and the kid is like, I want to tell you about, she's telling her about Martin Luther King and she's telling her about where he died and she's telling her, and I think my daughter said, I didn't even know that part. And she's telling her all of these different things, right? And the color of that child was Caucasian. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I hadn't heard yeah. this story. Yeah, and then the TikTok that I received, there was this Caucasian little boy, yeah. and he was talking about uh, Martin Luther King. Right. And I guess all of these things were happening because his birthday was right, coming right, up, right. you know, in January. And so um, he was talking about Martin Luther King, and he was like, the whites killed him. The white, And I'm just quoting what he said. The whites killed him. And his mom had to say, I have bad news for you you're a white. And then he said, well, I'm a good white. And, you know, and so they had to differentiate yeah. that it doesn't matter your color. Um, different people um, 
show hatred towards one another right. despite their color. That's so right. yeah, you can be um, a good person no matter what your color and you Absolutely. can acknowledge That's others right. of different races right. and right. ethnicities, right? Right. There are yeah. no, there should be no predetermined stereotypes on either side, yeah. right? Because there are good and bad people on all sides. Um, I think as I stated before though, we have to make sure that we do not forget those good people that did great things or great people that did great things uh, from way back when yeah. to, to more recent times to still doing it today um, because it hasn't always been taught in traditional education. So I think it's important to just dig back into that and just go, oh man, I actually did not know that. Yeah. And so I think that's the importance of just kind of studying our history. Overall. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to lie to you guys. For me, in school, history was a subject that mm. I just, oh my gosh, history. It just brought the sleepiness on, <laughs> right? So what I want to say is there's tons of ways to dig into your history, especially now with technological advances. You can watch videos. Uh, you can do the traditional reading of it, or you can go and visit places. Right, 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 right. Um, the National African American Museum in oh, Washington, yeah. D.C. Oh my goodness, yeah. guys. Well, I'm going to say this, make sure, make sure, make sure you carve out like a two to three day oh because we did it it's in so one. Much to see. Oh, it, it is it's so, so much to see. Much, and, so much. And it would shock you yeah. um, once you walk in there when you see the amazing diversity of the folks that are in there observing, learning, reading, yes. studying. It is yes. absolutely amazing. And it uh, gives you a little bit of positive hope, you know, when there's so much negativity out in the world. There are people out there that are willing to learn, willing to listen. And, and I think that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, there's folks right now, we talked about people making history. There's folks making history today. And I can, I can speak just personally from a, from a military standpoint because that's my affiliation. Um, we look at people like uh, General C.Q. Brown, who is the, the first African-American oh, yeah. service leader, not yeah. just in, in the Air Force, but the first African-American to lead a service, period, right? I think that's extremely huge. Uh, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, the first African-American ever to be able to do that. I think that's awesome. And then yeah. there's conversations being had where uh, General Brown could essentially be the first uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff ever in history, right? You know, he, he's in the running for that. So people are making history today and, and we need to make sure that we acknowledge those people. Yeah, too. so you can't you can't bring up the people who are in Washington without bringing up my man uh -oh. and woman, Michelle Thanks. and Barack Obama. That's right. That's right. That's and right. clap for that. Right. Right. And clap for that. Strides are being um, made. We got to keep know, striving. One of the things we need to recognize, I've read her book, Becoming. I'm reading her book, The Light We Carry. He's reading Barack Obama's book. Mm -hmm. One of the things we need to recognize um, and pay homage to and just humble ourselves is that a lot of these people that we are recognizing, they had to give up a lot yes. to make that particular stride right. in life for African-American um, culture, right? That's right. That's right? And so you need to not, not only just reflect upon what they did, but what they gave up. Absolutely. What they gave yeah. up to be able to stand the in the gap for African-American people yep. to make that particular stride. Yeah, they, they gave up a lot. Uh, lots of sacrifices were made. So yeah. when you're doing your research and your study, and just kind of think about that and put things into perspective, right? Uh, not only did they give up a lot, but they overcame a lot. Yes. Uh, we we ex experience challenges here today, and it's not to degrade or diminish 
the challenges that we are experiencing here every day. But uh, sometimes when I go back and I dig into the to the archives about these folks, and I was like, man, they did all of that at the same time while overcoming challenge X, challenge Y, discrimination, whatever it may be. To me, that's extreme power, and it's something that I, I kind of made up a, a while ago. And and you know, you hear the phrase uh, "standing on the shoulders of giants." We're standing on the shoulders of giants. But I I added. Don't just stand there, do something, right? You know, the way has been paved for us to yeah. continue to do great things. So don't take it for granted is what I mean by that. You know, when you find yourself standing on the shoulders of giants, don't just yes. stand there, do something. Yeah. And so I was just having a conversation with someone about this um, the other day, and they were talking about how their husband is very stubborn and he's stuck in tradition and the way it was. Right. And I posed to her, the people during that time that came before him, they had it, they made it the way it was. They made the best of the way it was. But I would surely doubt that if we talked to them, they would say, keep it the way it was. Right. They would want us to move forward with the change. Absolutely. They would want us to progress. They would want us to reach across the aisles of things, right? That's right. Um, so I, I do say like, hey guys, you're reading about these people, but you can be one of those people right. too. Right. You can be one of those people. We can be reading about your his story or her story, right? His story or her story. I know you call yeah. that. Speaking of people, I think it's important for us to highlight uh, two people uh, during this particular segment. And I know we discussed this and what I, I think is important is that we shed light on some of those people that may be a little bit more in the shadows. There are some very prominent people that did some very great things, but there's a lot of people that may not necessarily be as uh, as deep into the spotlight, yeah. but also did some amazing things that have a positive impact on the way that we live our lives to this very day. Yeah. So uh, I'll let you highlight your person and then I'll go last. So I was very interested. So we challenged ourselves to find someone that we didn't really know a lot about because like he said, you know, a lot of times... Um, it's, it's, and, and again, these people did great things and it's not to take away anything, but we talk about Martin Luther King. We talk about Malcolm X. We talk about Rosa Parks. We talk about Harriet Tubman. We kind of get into talking about Sojourner Truth, right? Mm -hmm. um, but there are a lot of more African-American individuals that we can highlight and bring to the forefront. That's right. So we're asking you to expand your knowledge beyond the the popular people that we usually talk about mm -hmm. and expand it to, you know what? I wonder who did make this. I want, like for me, how did Black History start? There was this guy, right, this African-American, right. Right? right? I just learned about him. Um, you know, we know about Madam C.J. Walker. Sure. Um, so, and I do like the fact that we're starting to highlight more individuals yep. as well. Yep. Um, so for me, I looked up and I saw, because I am currently writing, so it interested me that there was this lady, Phyllis Wheatley. She became the first American author and get this, guys, she was 12 years old. Oh, wow. And I believe it was in 1773. Don't quote me. Um, and then she wrote poetry. Uh, she died very young. She was only 31 years of age. I believe she caught a disease. Um, her writing wasn't much of a support for her mm -hmm. at that time. Um, you know, a lot of things in the arts, we don't make the money, right? Sure. And even back then, it was hard to make a living off of that. Um, but that, that, that 
you know, and she was right here in Boston. Wow. We're, we're not too far from Boston. Wow. She was uh, in Boston. They taught uh, the people who bought her, taught her how to read, how to write. Mm. Um, and she was able to be the first African-American author at the age of 12 years nice, old. Nice, nice. Yep. There's a tie there. There's that personal connection there. So uh, I, I did the same thing. Uh, the person that I wanted to highlight, yeah. uh, Mark Dean. Uh, Mark Dean is not that far back in history, actually. Uh, he was actually born in 1957. He is the co-founder of the IBM personal computer, which is where my personal tie comes in. I have an uh, information technology background. We're coming at you right now using technology, yeah. uh, using a computer and cell phones and all of that good stuff. As the co-founder with a PhD from Stanford, this co-founder helped to create develop, invent the first IBM personal computer, as well as the way the keyboards and the peripherals connect to that computer. That is a huge impact on how we operate to mm -hmm. this very day. We're literally using some of this technology to this very day, but it's a name you don't hear about every day. We use the stuff every day, but we don't hear about the people that invented them every day yeah. that look like us. That's yeah. the person I wanted to highlight today. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, I remember uh, we're of the age of where it went from typewriters and yeah. then right at the peak oh, of our high school. Don't tell them too school, much, man. Don't right tell them too much. Right at the peak of our high school, we started having computers and boy, them things was big and heavy. <laughs> Lord, I, mean, I remember our first computer. Oh, good. Yeah. That thing would look like. Yeah. I wish we had it. I yeah, no, I, I do too. They're huge. And, and I wanted to put emphasis on the fact the personal computer because when computers were actually invented, they took up the size of an entire storage building, like a computer. So mm -hmm. personal computers, like something I use myself uh, to be the co-founder of taking something that's so huge and compressing yeah, it and compacting it down into a personal device. It's amazing to me. So again, that's yeah. that's ingenuity right there. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's definitely, awesome. definitely. I meant to look this up before um, we came on and I, I neglected to. So I'm just going to describe what I saw. Um, there was a TikTok out there. I think it was Malcolm Jamal Warner and this guy had taken, I believe it was a DMX song. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. says like all of these different African-Americans, people's names. So, you know, earlier I was telling you guys, we have so many avenues to learn African-American history, to learn about black history, going to the National African-American Museum, mm -hmm. um, listening to particular songs, and even going back to their songs back in the day. There was so much um, that they were talking about, the political and the fight and right, everything right, right, like right, that. Right, right. Those songs, if you really listen to the yeah, lyrics, absolutely. you can learn a lot about what they were going through yep, and, yep. and what they were fighting for at those times. I mean, and I made it a point for myself when I was running, I used to run to lift every voice and sing <laughs> because I felt bad that I didn't know the song. Yeah, I don't yeah. know the song. And so I we, we call that the black national anthem. If yes, you, if lift you have every not voice and sing. And so um, I would, you know, in order to build endurance, they say talk as you run too. Sure. So I would just repeat Beyonce the over words. There. Beyonce over there. No. <laughs> no. Uh, so I would repeat the words and things like that. So, you know, so music is a way. Um, just watching, watching documentaries. We just watched a very good, very good documentary. Uh, the people are down in Alabama, I believe, and they oh, uncover yeah. um, the slave ship the very that last, they came in. The very last slave ship that ever came. To, well, came in illegally, actually. They came in illegally yeah. to the United States. 
they actually found it. I wish I could remember the name of the documentary. Uh, once we look it up, we'll drop it in the comments. But there's literally descendants living down south right now of the Africans, the very last African uh, or slave ship that came to the United States illegally, mind you. Uh, it was burned. I don't want to give away too much, but bottom line is they found the ship. Yeah, yeah. And, and there was a documentary uh, writer, I can't remember her, I'm sorry guys. I When I learn stuff, I kind of get the whole <laughs> concept idea. Um, she had filmed some things and her book never came out. And the, the, the attached um, film that, because they said, you need to edit this, but she wanted to keep it in the lingo oh, that yeah. the man, in the language that the man was speaking yeah. in. And they finally published yeah. that book. And that kind of led to let's discover and see right. if it's real, is this true? Um, and they're setting up, uh, like I think a welcome center yeah. and like a place where you can come and learn some yeah. things. Yeah. Um, and all of that, but like like um, on that video, like the lady said though, what she hopes is that 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 it doesn't get overlooked. The the, the cult that what happened, right? Uh, that it got, doesn't become commercialized. That's right. Um, That's but right. that is it's not something like oh we're going to the Grand Canyon or we're going to Six right. Flags or something like that. But that we really pay attention to the, um, the hard, the fight and the yep. the feelings and emotions attached to the people who went through um, that particular time. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, really enjoyed having this discussion today. Yeah. Really enjoyed digging in and doing some research uh, to figure out who we were going to highlight. But along the way, you just see so much history that's not out there in the open or being discussed for everyone to see. So uh, kind of similar to Valentine's Day, um, you know, you don't have to wait to February 14th to celebrate your love with your loved one. You can do that any day. Same thing for Black History yeah. Month, day, week, year, whatever you want to do. Find ways to shine light on those folks that had such great contributions to the way that we live right now. I think it's an amazing opportunity to learn that stuff. Yeah. And, and I will say this as well. Teach your kids. Yeah. Um, one of the one of my most favorite uh, movies is Coco. And I know that's Hispanic, but um, I love the way that it, it brought this thing that if you, if they don't talk about me, I will be forgotten, Yeah. right? Yeah. And so we have to continue the talk, guys. So talk to your kids, take them to the museums, sit down and watch the documentaries together um, and, and teach them what is beyond slavery. Yes, slavery time is important, but teach them beyond. Teach them that we were able to get through, that we were able to um, do certain things, that that ability to become is there for them too and that there's still some firsts out there that they, they they can knock down the door they can break the glass ceiling for absolutely so with that i oh, yeah. think we are going to toast ourselves out but not before not before my kiss we appreciate you all for tuning in with us as always and until next time on sip and share sing the song boom Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> sip and share. Wait a minute. We need a metronome over here. That's not sip and share. Sip, sip and share. Let's go. You Thank got you guys. I'm a still singing. Straight from the places I got where we met.